Welcome to the Art of Homemaking podcast, where we are reviving the art of homemaking in the modern age. I am your host, Nessa Black, and I am joined by my co-host and best friend turned sister, Shannon Vantrese. From gardening to homesteading, cooking wholesome meals to creating a cozy home environment, we discuss it all and everything in between. Thank you for tuning in. Now pour yourself a cup of something cozy and let's get started. Welcome to episode 39 of the Art of Homemaking podcast. We are still waiting for baby over here at the point that we are recording this episode, but maybe by the time it goes up, we will have baby, hopefully. I know. Every (laughs) time I see you, I'm like, is this the last time I'm going to see you with your pregnant belly? Right? (laughs) I know. Every every day, I'm just like, is this my last day being pregnant? Is this my last day being pregnant? (laughs) I just, yeah, totally feel like very ready these days to meet this baby. Yeah, we thought we'd give you guys a little updates on what's going on in our homes these days, and then we'll get into the episode. Um, What's been going on in your life, Shannon? (laughs) Yeah, in our home, it's been a little bit different lately. So Sean got a job in Alaska, a different part of Alaska. So I'm currently in the thick of trying to prepare all the details for his big move, which includes me hopping on a ferry for three whole days to ferry this car (laughs) from a part of Washington, past Canada, and to Alaska. But yeah, there's just a lot of details to coordinating. So my house is kind of busting at the seams because there's, there's piles of stuff that he needs to take like everywhere. And it's it's kind of driving me nuts, but it's okay. It's temporary. Yeah. <laughs> so just that little big life change right there. It's just like a tiny little nugget. Yeah. He and this is a more like this is more of a like move, isn't it? Yeah. For him at the moment. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a quite a big move. Yeah. Um, and then I'll just plan on traveling to see him every so often as he works there, and hopefully we find more clarity through this new job and. We're taking this opportunity and just running with it. Yeah. I'm so excited for you guys. I think this is going to be a, a really positive change. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We've been pretty much just working on our property. At this point, we got everything that we need for baby for the most part. We have a few things that are, like, coming in the mail mm-hmm. that are coming from other countries, and who knows when they're actually going to get here. <laughs> so I'm just like, we're good. Um, and I got my birth kit already and everything, so... God willing, and I have a home birth and everything, I'm all ready for that. Um, But yeah, we've just been kind of shifting our focus now to getting some things on our property done because spring is kind of just flying by at this point, it feels like, and there's some stuff that we just really needed to do. And Yeah, and this um, is like the season to do those particular things out in the yard. Yeah, so we we finished um, digging up the the ground in my little potage garden area. I think I shared about that in like the Dreams of Spring Garden Plans episode that we did mm-hmm. yeah. last season. Um, but yeah, we officially have the ground torn up and we like leveled it and it's looking really nice. We got some grass seed down. We got a couple rose bushes planted and that Ooh. vision's slowly kind of coming to life. I love seeing all these little changes as I come over. It's just yeah. coming to life, like you said. Yeah. It's it's a patience game because I know that all these things take time and of all the times to be doing them right when you're expecting a baby is I know. <laughs> always interesting. Um, 
But yeah, yesterday we we spent the day out mulching our fruit trees, which we'd been wanting to do for a little while. So that felt really nice. It was nice. a beautiful weather so day in pretty. Washington. I didn't even wear a jacket. I know. Was so I nice. was in flip flops and just <laughs> t-shirt shorts, <laughs> just living it up. It's like sixty-five degrees, and everybody in Washington <laughs> lays out in the sun. I know. If you have you ever seen Portlandia? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so. If you haven't seen Portlandia, <laughs> listeners, <laughs> it's great. Um, there's an episode where I think it's like it hits like 60 degrees, and then all these <laughs> pale people are just like laying yes. out in the sun <laughs> in the park. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so accurate. That is so me. <laughs> That's Washington right there, or the Pacific Northwest in general. I know. Like, <laughs> everyone was mowing their lawn. Everyone was like, oh, finally a break from the rain and. It was just, it was just magical. So I was washing funny. my cars yesterday. Yes. I was like, this, it's okay. It'll probably only last a few days before we hit rain again, but I'm just going to enjoy it for what it is. Just live it up. <laughs> and then today it's all gray and rainy and cold. I know. Uh, that's, yep. Pacific Northwest. <laughs> um, we also, we caught our hammock chairs hung at our new house. And if you have been around, I don't know I don't know if I've talked about them very much on the podcast, I don't know if but you have. maybe I have. But if you follow me on Instagram for any length of time, you'll know the hammock chairs are like kind of a staple. It, it was like one of the the key features of our Hawaii home. Everybody mm-hmm. would come visit and they'd want to sit in the hammock chairs. And we brought them with us from Hawaii and we just got them hung in our new house. So it officially feels like home. I was yeah. like, who knew that this was what I needed to feel at home? I When I saw them out front, I was like, yep. Yep. It this is it. Feels right, doesn't it? And I love that you did it before baby comes. So yeah. it's just, you know, a warm welcome to your new home. I know. And it's going to be perfect because they just like swing around so I can, I could go out there and like swing the I know. baby in the morning. I was thinking about that already. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm so excited to like make that a little magical space with time, but it feels good to just get these little things done and it kind of mm-hmm. like... It feels like our time has been pretty limited lately because yeah. we're just trying to wrap things up with work before the baby comes and doing so much more than usual <laughs> with that um, and just powering through basically both Austin and I mm-hmm. and Shannon for that matter because yeah. <laughs> yeah. just dragging her with me. <laughs> and then of course all of a sudden my husband has to move so yes. <laughs> just a layered effect here. The craziest, <laughs> craziest little season. Um but yeah, so time is pretty limited and, and it kind of it kind of brings us into what this episode is about. And mm-hmm. that is um, navigating homemaking while working outside the home. And as you know, if you work outside the home and you're a homemaker, you know that time is limited. It's precious. It's precious, <laughs> yes. Um, and so we thought we'd just kind of do a short and sweet episode today. This is a topic that I think a lot of people have have messaged both of us about mm-hmm. like just how yeah how do you be a homemaker when you work like is it even possible and Shannon does it yeah <laughs> and, and so many amazing women out there work amazing jobs while while caring for their families and and pouring love into their homes and um we just have really enjoyed talking about this topic to each other. Shannon had some really great tips and I had to kind of pull back on my memory from when I did work outside the home. How did that work? And anyway, we pulled together some 10 tips for you guys, 10 little nuggets, and hopefully these help you guys if you are a homemaker working outside the home. So number one is take ownership of the time that you do have. I think that is my biggest 
piece of advice for anyone who works outside of the home is, you know, time is so precious as we talked about before, but you really need to utilize every every bit of time that you have and and know that whatever you're doing, this is how you're spending it. So it better be what you want to spend your time on. <laughs> so like, for example, like when I come home from work, I don't let that in-between time kind of drag. I don't just like flop on the couch, like, cause I easily could want to do that. That's also my personality. I, I want to <laughs> like relax, right? But I think utilizing that time really efficiently and not letting yourself like become lazy or procrastinate certain things is really key for, for how I have to operate when mm-hmm. I'm like constantly working outside the home and trying to juggle that life. Yeah, I remember when I worked a job um, a couple of years ago, I was I, w- I was struggling with that because I would come home and and it's like I almost kind of forgot that time is so limited and so precious and I would find myself wasting time on my phone or it's so easy know, to do yeah though. just like easily is just squandering my time texting somebody back and forth for an hour when I really needed to be cooking dinner mm-hmm. and it, it just it became very apparent to me like how how that affected our family and our life mm-hmm. because the very little time I had at home if I squandered it mm-hmm. things would fall apart. Like, yeah, I needed to be very intentional with my time, and that was a, a hard lesson to learn, and I think maybe something that a lot of us struggle with. I still struggle with it, even when I'm home full-time. I remember I was struggling, but also I was, like, watching YouTube videos so mm-hmm. much, so I created this little system of just adding the videos I did want to watch onto a watch later portion mm-hmm. of the YouTube app, and it really helped. Because then I really got to be picky about, like, not just what I'm watching, but like how much I'm watching and I, yeah, there's a little hub. something to look forward to. Yeah. 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 We got, I would say not very good, but pretty good about having something to look forward to after everything was done at the end of the day. That's a good way to do it. And yeah, we'd, we'd like be like, let's watch our show tonight after dinner and dishes are done. Yeah. And, and we would, we just got to the point where it was kind of something that we were working on. We never got great, Mm -hmm. perfect about it, but we got pretty good about it. Um, and it just, it feels so much better to know that like, okay, I'm getting stuff done in the time that I do have here. And number two is have a game plan. For me, when I was at my job outside of the home, I would write a little sticky note for myself on the top three things I wanted to do as soon as I got home. So then I had a place to start off getting these little things done. Like number one would always be dinner. Like what am I going to have for dinner? Because I wanted to make that decision before I started the drive home. So then I knew when I get home, I'm going to get the stock pan out and fill it with water to start boiling noodles and then preheat the oven. And that having that game plan with just a few things like dinner and then Maybe one or two things I could do while the dinner is baking inside the oven, for example. That's usually what I would do because when you work during the week, (laughs) it feels like the only time you have is just to make dinner and then clean up after dinner. And then by the time those things are done, you're like, wow, that was my evening, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah, I would always give myself a little bit of a boost by just writing down what I wanted in advance. And that really helped solidify like the game plan of what I was going to do as soon as I got home. And that's so smart. I love the idea of the sticky note because then you can kind of meditate on it throughout yep. the day and like, yep. like even it might give you some space to be like, oh, is this really that important today? Yeah. And like switch things out. And I like the idea mm-hmm. of just top three priorities because keep it simple. I'm the person that like I make a to-do <laughs> list and it's 45 items long. Yeah, I have one of those too, <laughs> but that's for weekends. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like it's, it's all about like if you can, if you can look at day to day, the time that you actually have and right. like you said, make a game plan. Yeah. Um, being realistic with your time. Mm-hmm. 
you, and if you, you just, have, you'll actually get things done. Yeah, and, <laughs> and if I got those three things done, great. Then I'll just pull from my forty-five to-do list plan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like the master to-do list. Yeah. Number three is learn what your non-negotiable homekeeping tasks are. So, like for me, mm-hmm. having a clean kitchen. Yes. Oh my gosh! Like I have to go. I cannot go to bed with a dirty kitchen. It's like a rule of mine. And because of that, I will make sure that I start cleaning the kitchen earlier in the Mm -hmm. night so that I don't have to stay up late to do it. And another one for me is vacuuming the floors. Oh, the floors in the kitchen. Those two places. Yeah. Because, I mean, when the floors get dirty, it's like the whole house feels gross. It does. Like everything else could be disgusting, but if the floors are dirty, it really bothers me. (laughs) Mine are currently dirty, and that's like the one thing on my list I am eager to do because it's so transformative because, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so you can feel it or you can see it. It's one or the other. The worst feeling is when you're like walking on the floor and there's something gritty under your feet. Thank thank you, by the way, because Shannon came over a couple days ago and vacuumed my floors for me and like, (laughs) and she steamed a couple of curtains that were just washed and I was like laying on the couch falling asleep because I'm huge these days and anyway that was like such a blessing to me because it was bothering me so badly that my floors were gross but I'm just like I don't have the energy I don't have the energy now I need to mop them though well I've never done it for you but it was funny I've I've always just when I would when I was younger I would go over to my friend's house and like I would ask their parents like hey can I vacuum I don't know I've always just really liked vacuuming it's kind of like takes my mind off of other things and just gives me I don't know, it's kind of therapeutic. <laughs> so it was kind of my therapy yesterday or whatever day that was. So It was two days ago, yeah. 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 Number four is schedule out your days. So for me, I love Google <laughs> Calendar. And what I like about it is it doesn't pigeonhole me into like a paper and pencil calendar where I feel really guilty if I don't get something done. The Google Calendar allows me to just shift over my priorities for the next day or, you know, because life happens like you know you might have a great plan but then something changes and if you can kind of have a rough schedule of your day I feel like I'm able to get more out of my day um and that doesn't mean like over schedule either so there's that fine line but Mm -hmm. I think having a scheduled out day helps attain even just a couple things um I like some of the ideas that you were you were telling me when we were planning this episode, like the grocery shopping on your lunch break thing. Oh, yep. So that's that's, smart. <laughs> that's another thing I have done. So I get an hour lunch. And everyone's lunch hours differently. But um, I would go across the street and go to the grocery store on my lunch, and I would use my insulated grocery bags and just go shopping. I know a few of my coworkers even have, like, coolers in their car because <laughs> they really go grocery shopping hardcore on their lunch. It really worked really well for me because at the end of work, there's no way you you would catch me wanting to go to a grocery store when I'm hungry and then I have to turn around and make dinner. There's just no way. <laughs> but I think um, just knowing kind of how you operate or if you're the type that would go grocery shop shopping on the weekend, that's great. But I just, for some reason, the lunch hour was my, my time to grocery shop and it was brilliant. Yeah, I think that's so smart because it's taking advantage of the time that you do have. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, kind of goes hand in hand with point number one, but taking an opportunity that otherwise maybe would have been missed to make your day easier. It was so nice because then I would get off work and my car's loaded up with the groceries and I just could get home and settled and start dinner versus doing grocery shopping when you're hangry. Number five is prioritize what makes your family function well. Part of being a homemaker, I think, is being in tune with your family and the people who are in your home and paying attention to like what the needs are 
and what how how to meet those needs so like if your family just really needs to connect every day like emotionally and and communicate which I think is probably true for most families um maybe maybe one of the rules is everyone has dinner at the dinner table together and we all sit down together or maybe that time is that you know you sit down individually with different family members at different times throughout the day to you know read or or talk or do an activity together or date night on a regular basis is really important um but just kind of paying attention to what actually helps your family to function well and make that a priority Um, because everything else honestly like a perfectly clean house Mm -hmm. a perfectly decorated house you know home-cooked meals maybe maybe those things aren't as important to your family functioning well maybe there are some things that can give maybe once a night you get frozen pizza so that you can have more time to dedicate to connecting with your children or Mm -hmm. your husband or leftover night just Mm -hmm. whatever it makes sense for your family yeah when you're working like outside the home there's just so limited time inside the home to connect it feels like sometimes Mm -hmm. at least in our home so making intentional opportunities to spend time together is really key for us because if we don't set that time aside it's just easily able to be filled by other things that might be not as important. Yeah, I, I think we've mentioned this before in a previous episode, but you know, something that that could come down to is like saying no to certain things that mm-hmm. maybe are really appealing and maybe do matter a lot to right. a family member. Like, I mean, this is it's a hard decision to make, but like if one of your kids wants to do five sports every year, yeah. but you know that for your family to function well, mm-hmm. you need to have a season or some gaps where you guys don't have a bunch on your schedule, maybe that means saying no. Mm-hmm. And sometimes as the homemaker, you have to make those hard calls at times and because you are the gatekeeper of your home. You are the one who... Right. Um, is is in charge of making sure that your home is functioning well and that there's positive influences and life-giving atmosphere in your home and if you're all just like running ragged Mm -hmm. maybe something's got to give and that's where it comes down to prioritizing. Number six is ask for help and hire out if you need to. Uh, This is something that I slowly incorporated like grocery pickup for example because Mm. I just was like wow I need to change something up. This is becoming a little much. I don't really feel like I'm having enough time to like go in the store and I'm not making that a priority at this time because time is kind of funny and limited but grocery pickup was key and I don't know why I took so long to discover it um <laughs> <laughs> ask for help like from family they're willing to help usually and like yeah. why not like return the favor when you can one one of the days and yeah. uh, if that means hiring out help there are options here you know and when you're working outside the home sometimes it feels like but I feel like I need to do all these things because you know, I'm a homemaker, like, you shouldn't feel guilty if you have to do, like, a grocery pickup, or, or, like, hire someone to mow the lawn, because, frankly, you just haven't been home to do it, um, just be really kind of yourself about it, and if it means that's how you have to do it for this season of time, do it, and know that you can still go back to your, like, normal routines when, when time allows. Yeah, and don't, don't feel guilty about it. I, I've been in a season of learning that I have to accept help, and it's good for me to hire out, at this point in time because yeah we I work from home but I am super pregnant and just like my capacity is lower you know my energy is lower mm-hmm. and so I've started hiring a housekeeper once a month that's which wonderful is 
so nice oh my goodness and, and that's just been like life-changing even just that one time a month and it's just for a short period of time we, we're only right. doing it for a few months but that once a month just takes such a weight off my shoulders and it's not that expensive either <laughs> like we can very easily yeah. kind of cut in other areas to make that work and um I've I've started doing grocery delivery because there's a local store that will deliver for like three dollars and I'm just like that's worth it so Mm -hmm. so I started doing that a little bit because just the thought of going to the grocery store is like such a marathon for me (laughs) I mean your energy levels and just you'll get back to it when you when you can yeah yeah. it's it's a season it's a Mm -hmm. season of life and um if you're working outside the home or if you're even if you're not even if you're just in a position like I am where it's just it's a hard time to do this or you've got young kids and it's just a lot right be okay with asking for help I've had just the most amazing family members coming around helping me lately and it's I I told Shannon when she was here vacuuming I was like it's really hard for me to like sit back and let you vacuum oh yeah but I'm learning to be okay with it because I know I need the help and I'm just this is a it's a hard lesson for me but it's also a lesson in allowing others to love on you and yeah. and help you it's and okay to bless ac- you I was gonna say it's okay to accept the blessings yes exactly <laughs> number seven is to delegate another tricky one for, <laughs> for me anyways yeah. um yeah. I know like sometimes when I delegate like my husband to do things it's like oh but I do it a certain way and oh I can do this meal in the kitchen to make half the mess it's so hard (laughs) but I think it's so important to delegate because if I don't let my husband or whoever help out Mm -hmm. they're not going to be able to do these certain things (laughs) and they're going to rely on you and then what happens if you get sick or (laughs) run out of energy or whatever Um, I think it's just so important to delegate yeah and if you're working outside the home especially and you have children who are old enough it's healthy to give them some chores yeah it's great for them to learn some responsibility and to learn how to do these different home tasks and if you are you know at your capacity just trying to get kind of the basic things done and keep keep your home atmosphere a a positive Mm -hmm. place you know it's it's good to give them jobs that they can do at, at whatever age they're at number eight is meal plan that's something that's really been helpful as I've been working long hours away from my home because sometimes after working so much, you just don't feel like you have the energy or the capacity or time to just generate this lavish meal. What I do is I put it on my Google Calendar. I really utilize that and just preemptively look at, okay, Monday's a really light day. I'm planning to make something that takes a little more time. Or Tuesday's really busy. Guess what? It's going to be a leftover night, and I'm just going to call it here. <laughs> and then you go from there. And then that also really helps out, like, formulating your grocery list. If you really, you know, just give it a little forethought on the meal plan, it's it's really helpful. Um, don't operate on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm totally guilty of this. I... <laughs> I'm, Shannon is so much better with meal planning than I am, but I'm really learning from you a lot of different little things. I'm always trying to take those nuggets in because I try to operate on the fly all the time. And even being home, it doesn't work. I'm like, oh, I want to make this, but the meat's frozen, so I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, we actually did a whole episode about meal planning. I'll go ahead and link that in the show notes so you guys can check it out. But um, we gave some of our best tips that we have in that episode so hopefully it can help some of you if you're um, working outside the home 
Number nine is to communicate with your spouse and set clear expectations. Um, This is assuming that you're married or um, if you have a partner or somebody that you live with, even a roommate. um, It's so important to talk (laughs) because you live in this home together and it functions only as well as your teamwork Mm -hmm. functions. And so knowing what the expectations are for each of you and and who's going to do what and what's going to get done and make sure that nothing is unsaid. So like if your husband expects that he comes home from work and there's dinner on the table, then he needs to communicate that. Um, So being able to like communicate about what are your expectations, what are their expectations, you know, who's going to do what, what's going to, what's got to give, um, and just working together as a team to make your home function properly and then holding up your end of the bargain. Right. I mean, before I leave for work in the morning, if Sean's around, I tell him, hey, can you please like unload the dishwasher and have the kitchen clean? Like don't mess it up before I get home because as soon as I get home, having that kitchen clean is a key component to getting dinner done. So we have that kind of like set agreement in our home to keep the house in order. So when I get home, it's not chaos. Number 10 is give yourself grace. This is something we talk about all the time on this podcast. Be kind to yourself, give yourself grace. Mm -hmm. I think it's so important to not set your expectations to an unrealistic level when like in any situation really, but especially if you are working outside the home and your time is limited, it, it can feel like sometimes, well, I, I never have enough time to get everything done or I, I can't ever mm-hmm. just finish. But maybe if you set your expectations a little bit lower, yeah. you would have some wins where you're like, I did finish this. Like I, right. you know, I, it might be less than you want to get done, but, um, you know, not taking on projects that are going to take too mm-hmm. take too long and expect that you're going to get them done in a short period of time this is I mean even if you're not working outside the home this is a hard thing I think a lot of us face I'm doing it right now <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> I had all these expectations for you know this is going to be done and this is going to be done before the baby's born and I'm quickly realizing like oh right like my husband's the only like super capable physical physically capable person in the house right now yeah and so that means we're relying on outside help or just his limited time and energy (laughs) for the most part to get things done and you know I I've been able to help little bits here and there but not as much as I'd like to so yeah things aren't getting done as fast as I thought they would but it's like it's a constant Mm -hmm. practice of like remembering that (laughs) hey it's okay what's you know what's gonna fall apart if this mm-hmm. doesn't get done. So that is our 10 tips for navigating homemaking while working outside the home. I hope this episode is an encouragement to you if you are one of those amazing women who is juggling <laughs> these two you know, very challenging roles um, that take so much time and effort and you're going to work and you're coming home and pouring your heart out. Like, I seriously applaud you. That's so difficult and um, just so inspiring. So I hope that these tips will be helpful to you guys. And even if you don't work outside the home, these are some great tips that honestly I, I think can be applicable in any area of your home life. And now it's time for Daily Delights, the part of the show where you share a routine Music, books, shows, recipes, 
anything that has elevated our everyday experiences. This week, my daily delight is my dough hook attachment for my kitchen aid machine, and I absolutely love it. I can't imagine making bread any other way because <laughs> it's just, it makes it so much easier. And then when I get to the stage of like taking it out of the bowl and off the dough hook, I continue to knead it on my island and it just gives me a really good foundation for making bread. And if you've ever made bread without a kitchen aid machine, kudos to you. <laughs> it's amazing. And I just think, wow, but my, my wrist, I have a little bit of arthritis and the KitchenAid machine really helps out with the dough making process, and I'm just so thankful for it. I cannot wait to try one of these because I've only ever made dough by hand, like bread dough by hand, and oh my gosh, your hands get so tired. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I made, um, sorry, side note, I made some sourdough cinnamon rolls from uh, <laughs> a recipe that Farmhouse on Boone shared, and to get all the ingredients to come together yeah took like an hour of kneading yeah no joke yeah <laughs> she's like use a dough hook attachment I didn't have a KitchenAid so I just did it all by hand yeah. and my hands were so tired for like a week after yeah that. so I am looking forward to getting a KitchenAid eventually with a dough hook because that sounds amazing <laughs> what's your daily delight my daily delight is really random <laughs> but I got this it's called a mama bottle from the brand Bink. <laughs> I, I ordered some uh, postpartum dresses, nightgowns, lounge dresses, I don't know what you call them, from Francis and Henry, and I shared them, I think, in one of our mm -hmm. recent episodes. And when I ordered that, they had these water bottles, or like drink bottles, I guess, on their website, and I was like, well, that looks interesting. And they're made of glass and they have a silicone sleeve on them and then you can buy like this little silicone lid and silicone straw combination to put on top. They yep. also just come with like a screw cap top as well. And I was just like, wait a minute, this looks, <laughs> this looks necessary. I don't, I felt like it, it was kind of a random splurge. I mean, that whole order was <laughs> a little bit of a random splurge, but, <laughs> but I was just, I was thinking about how often I'm going to want to have one hand free when I'm breastfeeding and having like a water bottle with a straw would be really nice for that. Um, and so that's exactly what this is made for. <laughs> it tracks your, your water intake on the side. It has like different markers that it wants you to hit by certain times of day. And then you're supposed to refill it three times when you're pregnant and four times if you're breastfeeding in a day. And so I bought this and I thought, well, I guess we'll see like how necessary this actually is. My husband kind of made fun of me for it when, <laughs> when I got it in the mail. He's like, really? Is that really necessary? But he now um, has eaten his words because I walk around holding it like a pacifier. I like I hug it. Literally, <laughs> I carry it around my house all day yes <laughs> it literally goes everywhere with me i know i've seen you use this water bottle ever since you got it i mean it's i've never seen you pack water around so much except for when you lived in hawaii yeah but i'm impressed and it's attractive and i love the texture and feel of it I'm, i can understand why you like it so much too and yeah. with it having a straw i feel like it would just encourage you 
right then and there to just continue drinking water versus having to unscrew a lid it's a little bit more just accessible from the get-go yeah it's definitely it's very satisfying because it feels good in your hands and it's like easy to drink from and the straw you can bend it so like (laughs) I think it will come in handy actually when I'm giving birth because you know having Mm -hmm. a straw that you can just like lay back bend bend yeah Mm -hmm. like bend to your will um (laughs) will, will just be so nice but yeah, it's, I don't know, it's very satisfying. <laughs> it's so random. I've never loved a water bottle so much. So it's kind of confusing to me why this is like something that I love so much, but I do. So I wanted to share it. <laughs> this concludes today's episode. If you enjoy our podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Apple has the largest listener base, and this will tell Apple to recommend our podcast to other listeners who may be interested. If you listen on another platform, you can simply copy and paste your review to that platform for others who may listen there as well. All the show notes from each episode will be available in the details section of the episode, or you can find them on my website, nessablack.com slash theartofhomemaking. You can keep up with me on my Instagram at nessa.black, where I share everyday life, daily thoughts, and inspiration. You can also follow Shannon on her personal Instagram at shan.vantrice.